morning beautiful people welcome to my channel we are in the 18th nakshatra of jeshtha which falling in scorpio co-ruled by ketu of course i'm not stuck in there so we are studying the instincts and totems we are in the mercury ruled nakshatra before we get into it just a quick housekeeping stuff i have moved much of the stuff into memberships area if you want to follow the previous nakshatras or any of my 400 odd videos content just fyi and i'm in the process of making the basic structure of jatish as a course and i will stick it also later okay you can find all the podcasts there so instincts and totems this is a different kind of level we are trying to get our head into the animal and the bird representation of a nakshatra and what it could mean besides the normal ones there's very less spoken about the bird i couldn't find any resource anyway <clears throat> let's get into what we can do so the bird representation of jeshtha jeshtha remember has the struggle of being the elder one jeshtha in sanskrit means the elder one falls in the constellation of antares okay and the struggle of jeshtha or mercury ruled nakshatra is the culmination of the last nine nakshatras so for example aries going into ashlesha or magha going into jeshtha or mula going towards revati right this completes the cycle it's the end of a nakshatra based cycle you might say so all the energies that a soul has accumulated starting from a particular ketu ruled nakshatra culminates in the mercury ruled nakshatra right 9 3 times 27 so in magha you might say it started with what do i get power how do i gain power in jeshtha there is the energy therefore of insecurity of how do i keep that power jeshtha is inherently quite insecure they want authority they tend to demand authority they want to be the elder one if it's coming in the first house we are studying instincts and totems right if it's a scorpio ascendant and it comes ascendant in jeshtha typically these people would tend to be insecure or become even the elder one in the family or treat everyone even if they are younger as if i am the elder one in the family so there is a energy of being the elder one the insecure elder one right and so their life lesson is rising of power by retaliation towards exposed hidden enemies which means they have to be defensive rather than offensive this is the life lesson which is opposite to how they behave they tend to offend to gain authority so the life lesson is almost reverse of this anyway so the bird representation is the ruddy shelduck omnivorous diet shelducks are omnivores they eat the diet that is both aquatic plants insects and small aquatic creatures curious one isn't it the symbols of jeshtha are quite deep 
with Scorpio, right? Everything is quite deep and hidden. Wetland habitat. They have a natural inclination to reside in the wetland habitat, such as lakes, rivers, marshes. Again, Scorpio being a water sign, there itself it's suggestive that these people will do well being around still water bodies, generally for Scorpio. Monogamous pairing. So they are monogamous in their instinct of mating. They are also found in small to large groups, social behavior. Vocalization and communication. Ready shell ducks use vocalization as body language. All animals and birds typically are common. We are just browsing through them. Deer, on the other hand, this is a male deer. Anuradha was a female deer. It was a doe. Jeshta, on the other hand, is a male deer. So there's a difference in gender approach here. Okay, Jeshta is more outward going than Anuradha is within Scorpio, I'm saying. Deer are herbivores with instinctual preference for grazing on vegetation. Herd behavior, so male and female deers have common traits of instinct, right? We are studying just 1, 4, 5, 8 and 12 houses and how it can affect every nakshatra using this symbology. With respect to the life lesson, alertness and flight and fight response, deers have a strong vigilance in the fight or flight response, often fleeing from perceived threats to avoid predation. Camouflage and adaptability. Deers have evolved to blend into their natural surroundings, displaying innate camouflage, and they are adapted to various environments from forests to grasslands. So this is the general energy of the ruddy duck and deer. Now let's see the totems and how we can get to that life lesson, that curious life lesson, because these are not aggressive animals, as you can see, oh bird. They're not stalking anyone. They're pretty harmless creatures and it's appearing in Scorpio. So you might say right off the bat that this suggests to the Scorpio, you need to be more calm. You need to be having more defensive rather than offensive attitude towards anything. Okay, let's see the totems part. Now regarding the totem part of Ruddy Sheldak, it is all about love and partnership. Ruddy Sheldaks are often used as symbols of love and partnership, emphasizing the importance of nurturing, loving relationships and enduring partnerships. So this is, you might say, in a sense, graduation of Anuradha Nakshatra, the previous one also, is still in Scorpio. The two sides of Scorpio, you might say, are Anuradha and Jeshta. Jeshta would want power in a relationship. We'll come to the instinct houses later to deal with it. Ruddy Sheldaks also are known for their vocalizations and communication. Their totem symbolize the value of effective communication self-expression and exchange of ideas. Being a Mercury Rune Nakshatra, it can do a lot of good with this approach. Jishta, understanding others. Your sense of power will come from understanding others. Jishta is, can be absorbent. Scorpio is very absorbent energy. 
adaptability and migration radishal ducks are migratory birds symbolizing adaptability to changing environments and ability to navigate life's transitions very important gesture especially in the last upadas because it becomes vanda da going into mula nakshatra start of a new cycle ability to adapt community and social bonds radishal ducks often live in colonies and rely on social bonds for protection and support their totem represents the importance of community cooperation and interconnectedness with others we shall see how this plays out when we come to instinct later on here fertility and nurturing radishal ducks are known for their nurturing behavior towards their young They totem symbolize concepts of fertility, parenthood, and caring for others, especially which appears in the fifth house. If Scorpio appears and Jeshtha appears in the fifth house, your attitude will be Jeshtha-like, depending upon the planet and significations. If it's eight years, seven, six, five, four, Cancer ascendant, Scorpio appears in the fifth house, right? it becomes more of a defensive attitude towards everything you wants to be the elder one if you have been sitting there you might have a spouse which behaves like you as if they are the elder one amongst you both power struggle if it's moon you might have a mother like that if it's mercury you might have siblings like that you see what i'm saying let's get to the deer part deer signifies gentleness and grace we just saw that in anuradha nakshatra deers are often symbols of gentleness and grace emphasizing the importance of carrying oneself with poise and elegance intuition sensitivity and intuition good for scorpio deers are known for their keen sense of instincts symbolizes the importance of sensitive to one's surroundings and trusting one's intuition adaptability and alertness they are highly vigilant to potential dangers being sensitive creatures so being in scorpio and being in jeshtha makes you by default very alert especially if you're in the first house with scorpio ascendant always on the guard always looking out for potential attackers deers are often associated with innocence and purity so they tend to be introverted creatures the scorpio introversion comes here in jeshtha and anuradha but in different formats you might say connection to nature so nature will help them a lot water bodies will help them a lot okay to sort of blend into their energy pattern now let's see how it affects the instinctual houses for scorpio ascendant then if it appears here which is a leo ascendant cancer ascendant and if it appears for aries and if it appears for sagittarius let's see that now let's see briefly the instinct houses and how jeshtha could play in any one of these if you have ascendant in jeshtha or if jeshtha is in the fourth house which is leo or fifth house which is cancer 
Alright, that switch is Aries, Alternal Thoughts which becomes Sagittarius. How does this affect? Okay, let's get into it. The first house ascendant so therefore many people who are born in jeshta in first house and ascendant could be the elder ones in the family that's one thing jeshta means elder one if they have in the fourth house they have the heart which wants that emotional body more to be like i'm the elder one i know better i have a better emotional grounding than you do they might want leadership within their local community, which Leo wants, right? Scorpio falls in the fourth house. So emotional heart center and wanting power and status in local community, see the power, rising of power theme. It starts in Magha and culminates in Jeshta. <coughs> but it has to be silent. It has, then only it has power, Scorpio. Power comes in silence. If it's in fifth house, which is in the case of cancer, it'll show this with its children, with its education. I will silently rise to power, says Jeshta. I will study, I will use the power of Mercury and I will use the power of Mars in my chart, wherever it is, to rise to that power. Right? That's what it'll say in fifth house. In 8th house, being the house of transformation, it changes form. If there are planets here, it might be the transformative planet, where it graduates and moves on to Mula, the next nakshatra. The sense of security might be affected by it. If you have Mercury in the 8th house for Aries, your sense of security for your siblings might be a very transformative issue. They might change through life because it's a transformative nakshatra being in Scorpio. The twelfth house, on the other hand, which is for Sagittarius ascendants, happens to be more of your hidden subconscious, your dream world, subconscious time. Here it will affect saying subconsciously you might want to desire a lot of power subconsciously it will ask you to give away your power for the sake of community at large because 12th house is a house of giving away things in this case your power might be given towards the community more community work you see what i'm saying so scorpio in this one becomes more of law enforcement kind of people because it is seeking that retaliation and it is seeking that power, quite aggressive, silently aggressive. It's like the legal system, it's like the police system which stands by to protect. That's the power of Scorpio which comes into play here. Okay? The next one we shall deal with 19th one, Mula. Now we are going towards Sagittarius. Speaking of which, Think of Mercury ruled nakshatras, I'll leave you with this much, as the holding point of all the nine previous nakshatras. It's like a pot which it has gathered all the lessons and karma from the previous nine nakshatras, ends in Mercury nakshatras. And it becomes quite a challenging one, all these Mercury nakshatras, because now their intellect is very sharp. It has got all the life lessons 
and now it wants to use it for something. That something dif- differs from one nakshatra to another, yes? What's the point in having two same nakshatras? Anyway, I'll see you in the next. Take care, be safe.